Being insulted, spat on or sworn at is a daily occurrence. It's just part of the job. Markus Miller and Tobias Filler work as paramedics. Are you in pain? At the Workers' Samaritan Federation's paramedic station in Offenbach, more and more of the workers are confronted with similar experiences. They're being attacked on the job, both verbally and physically. Hey, just keep calm. We're only trying to help you. It's 6.30 p.m. and Tobias Filler's shift is about to begin. He's a paramedic in training. A 12-hour shift lies ahead of him and his trainer, Markus Müller. They've got some pepper spray with them, officially to fend off aggressive animals. Today is Saturday, not a very popular shift. Also, am Wochenende fährt man... On weekends, you're often called out more at night because people like to party. And the more they drink, the more they're likely to attack the first responders. The two men get the ambulance ready. The paramedics always work in pairs. The radio message says a woman is lying unconscious in front of a supermarket. The paramedics rarely receive more info than that. It's not like they have a choice anyway. We'll just take the ECG with us at first. Let's go see. They must go wherever they are needed. The patient is crouched down on the ground. The man with her has clearly taken some drugs. For him, things aren't going fast enough. Let me talk to her first. We're going to go into the vehicle together. There we'll have a bit more peace and quiet so we can talk to one another, okay? Is that all right? In seminars, the paramedics have learned to de-escalate situations. Withdrawing to the ambulance is a deliberate strategy. First, let's just talk, okay? You called us, and first we have to be able to talk with one another. I'm here. Your friend is still close by, but we don't have enough room to have everybody come inside. You go in first. Almost half of all attacks aren't instigated by the patients themselves. Sit down here. I'd like to take a look. So he'll calm down. The woman has had a slight mental breakdown and should be taken to hospital for observation. But she wants to go home. After every outing, all of the vehicle's surfaces have to be thoroughly disinfected, medications restocked and devices checked. But Tobias Filler knows only too well that a routine case can quickly get out of hand. A year and a half ago, he was called to a train station to check on an unconscious man. When the patient came to, he attacked Tobias. 
Then a female colleague tossed one of our backpacks between the patient's legs, which sent him reeling and he fell down. So then we could tie him down until the police arrived. During the attack, Tobias Fuller came close to falling on the train tracks. He only realized later how close he'd come to dying. Half or three quarters of a year later, all of these images resurfaced and I was off work for five weeks. I noticed that I couldn't sleep anymore, and when I did, these images kept coming back. At the time, psychotherapeutic treatment and counseling helped him deal with his crisis. His colleagues also supported him. Markus Müller believes attacks are more common now because people's expectations have changed. They call emergency services and have to do what we need them to do. But when things aren't done according to their wishes, when we don't do what they want, then that can turn into violence or aggression pretty quickly. The next case. Morning. Go to Schillerplatz? Approach from Geleitstrasse where the police are in operation? Usually, emergency services and the police are informed at the same time. Today, the police are already on the scene. We know that a police operation is underway and that they've tasered the delinquents. A taser is an electroshock weapon used to incapacitate people. Its use hasn't been approved in Germany, but in Offenbach it's currently being tested in a pilot project. Oh. Relax. The operation is larger than expected. Six policemen to deal with one man on drugs. He fell from the balcony. First or second floor? First. He has injuries, probably from glass. He jumped. Is he bleeding heavily? Is anything spurting out or running down that requires acute treatment? The man was throwing furniture out of the window. When the police arrived, he jumped out himself. The paramedics suspect he's taken ecstasy or cocaine. The fire department have come to provide additional support. At the moment he's still extremely aggressive. The police have handcuffed him. He was so aggressive that the police officers had to use a taser to be able to overpower him. We can't and aren't allowed to act like that. He's been cuffed, so the police have to be present. An hour later, firefighters have the man strapped onto a stretcher. The paramedics can't give him a sedative to calm him down because they don't know what drugs he's taken yet. Are you okay? Are you in pain? He has handcuffs behind his back? Watch out! The patient won't stop spitting at the first responders, so he's given a face mask. Boy, just keep calm. Everything's okay. We're only trying to help you. Everything's fine. 
No one wants to do anything to you. They drive to the emergency room with the police escort. Okay. Without the police escort, Markus Müller would be alone with his patient. At the hospital, they're also getting ready to receive him. Sure, it's at the back of your mind that it could happen again. The patient could have really flipped out at any time. And then we simply couldn't have restrained him. By the time they reach the hospital, a total of 20 first responders have already dealt with this patient. Colleagues from the paramedic station have also just completed their mission. They were dealing with a man who'd attacked his wife. Suddenly I'm not so angry about our headbutt. <laughs> The police were also involved. They took the man with them right away because there were still four children at home. I even made name tags. After 10 hours on duty, it's time for a coffee break. In his private life, Markus Müller practices martial arts. His colleagues jokingly ask why he didn't give the man a karate chop. No, no, he would have just gotten more aggressive. It wouldn't have done any good. He's taken too many drugs. In my more than 20 years as a paramedic, I've never seen someone take so much stuff without batting an eye. So now imagine you have someone like that standing in front of you. Don't do anything, just run. Resorting to violence is not an alternative. That's not our job. That's what the police are there for. And that's why my colleagues put up with quite a lot before they call the police or before they defend themselves. Because our workers' inhibition threshold is quite high. Once again, time is of the essence. An older woman is in danger of suffocating. They give her an infusion, oxygen and take her blood pressure. It's all routine for Tobias Füller and Markus Müller. Here, the relatives even want to help. Don't be alarmed, it goes backward a bit. Then I can place the entire weight on my shoulder. No, 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 you don't carry anything. I mean it nicely, but you can't help us. For Tobias Filler, being able to help these people helps him get through a night like this. 
It's just about helping people in whatever emergency situation they happen to find themselves. Simply helping them to get out of it. Sometimes people just need someone to listen to them. And I'm incredibly thankful to be able to do that, to be able to do this job. Seven o'clock in the morning and the end of the shift. They've been spat at, sworn at and insulted. Yet the 112 shines.